I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Stephanie. We're back to review three new Hallmark holiday premieres. And we're going to kick it off with the voters' choice. Everyone voted for us to watch and review A Big Fat Family Christmas that starred Shannon Chan Kent, Shannon Cook, Tia Carrere, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, and Jack Wagner. And this had Liv as a photojournalist who's eager to make it on her own. And she gets paired up with a journalist who's trying to do a cover story over her family's Christmas and hijinks ensue. So setting, get right into it. I gave this a four because I really love San Francisco and it's on my bucket list of cities. Like I've been there as a baby, but I obviously don't remember anything. So it's like on my list of U.S. cities to go visit again and just enjoy. I have wanted to go to San Francisco because that's where Charmed was filmed. And you know, I'm obsessed with Charmed. So ever since that. Yes, you are. Well, it wasn't Mm -hmm. filmed there. I think it was set there, but it was not filmed there. But I don't know. I feel like these days, it seems like it may not be the best place to visit. So hopefully that will get some turnaround. Why? What are you talking about these days? What happened in San Francisco? There's just a big homeless population. Apparently there's needles all over the ground and people pooping on the sidewalks. And What? You should look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know if this is like everywhere in San Francisco or if it's just like this one area or what. Well, somebody from San Francisco or who knows the area needs to chime in. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Well, anyway, outside of the San Francisco thing, though, I mean, I liked their house. And if we want to put decorations these days is now split between like Christmas and setting for me. They had a lot of great decorations incorporating or blending the Chinese traditions with the Christmas traditions, which I really liked. Yeah, I gave it a three. I mean, it was a fine. This I this week is not a great week for me. I don't know if it's because I'm still feeling sick and I'm really over it now, or if I just it just was not the best showing of a weekend. But my scores I think it's because you're sick. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm going to chalk it up to your sickness. All right. And then style, I also gave it a four, mainly because I really liked she wore this teal silk dress at this bar that they went to that was so pretty. And then the red Asian style dress, is that does it have a specific name that she wore at the end? I'm sure it does. I do not know what it is. I should probably should have looked that up. But I really liked that. It was very pretty. So I gave it a four. Well, I gave it a four also because of the teal dress. I mean, I liked the last dress, but I thought the teal dress like was like perfect color for her complexion and Mm -hmm. it was really pretty and kind of billowy. So they were dancing and it was a twirly kind of dress. And yeah. And I just smiled every time Shannon Cook, the guy, smiled. He's just so cute. (laughs) He is really cute. And his and South African accent. I was, was going like, to say, oh. and he's actually South, Af- South African. <laughs> I know. I was so happy because when he first started speaking, I was like, what is that? What What is this accent? And then I looked up where he was from and I was like, whoa, South Africa. And I wondered how they're going to tie that into the story. And he's just South African. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> so that was a nice touch that was, you know, real and not fake. Like yeah. some of the accents we've heard this season. And then storyline, unfortunately, I did give it a three. See, and I almost gave it a two um, because I thought this movie 
was very boring. I did not care for this movie at all. I also thought it was very boring. I liked it. I think I liked the beginning and the end better than the middle. I liked a lot of the Chinese traditions and like Christmas fortune cookies. I've never seen that before. I thought that was so cute. That was cute. So I liked elements of it, but you're right. It was very boring. I didn't really care for the conflict of her not wanting anybody to know she's part of this family and it had to be the secret. I just, I mean, I hate the secret ones in general, but this one seemed even more dumb. Well, okay. So this is why it didn't get a two for me, actually, because unlike most of these movies, the guy was in on the secret the whole, pretty much the whole time. So I did kind of like that they weren't lying to each other the whole time. You know, so I did like that part. So that's the reason I marked it back up to a three. But I didn't love, it almost felt like, you know how we had that conversation in A Tale of Two Christmases about how you're like, I just don't understand why people can't just be who they are. If you like these fancy clothes, just wear the fancy clothes. You know, you Mm -hmm. can do that at your home, blah, 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 whatever. Well, this felt like she didn't want to be who she wanted to be, that like who she actually was. And she was trying to hide from who she was the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, I appreciated that at the end, they brought it back into being like she had been kind of bullied as a kid Mm -hmm. for doing these things and who she was. So I appreciated like that is the reason why she wanted to hide because she was scared. Maybe it would have helped if that had been mentioned at least to the guy or something earlier on. Yeah. Instead of like saved for the last minute. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I just, it was fine, but not my favorite. And then next, if we move on to stars, I actually really liked everybody in this movie and I'd want to see them again. So I gave it a four. I gave it a three. And I think that, and it's not that I didn't like, I didn't, it's not that I didn't like them as people. I felt like there was something off in like the delivery of the lines or something to me that I didn't love. I would be interested to, I would give them another try because I didn't know any of them. I mean, Tia Carrera, I I knew who she was, but no one else did I really know. always the side friend, the girl Shannon. Oh, see, I don't, what movie, I need to look her up because I. Yeah, I can't name the movies, but she's always the side friend. I remember you saying that now, but I didn't, I don't know. There was just something just a little off about it for me in the way that the lines were delivered and stuff like that. And I don't know if it's the way it was written or if it was like the acting. So I would definitely give them a chance again, but Mm -hmm. I didn't love, and the the plot was not good enough to overcome that. And I don't see her in anything. What are you talking about? She's in Sonic. Are you serious? Holiday date. From 2019. She's in a lot of anime kind of stuff. Did I just subconsciously put... I could have sworn she was always a side friend. Maybe it's key of from love. the holiday date. Wait, in the Key of Love. Yeah, that's oh, a Hallmark are, movie. No, it's just it's just that she's packed in on all these things. So it seems like, like I've gone down 20 things before I get to something in 2019 that she was in on Hallmark. So she's just in these anime things, a bunch of stuff. So it doesn't look like she's in very much because she's in all these anime things. A Feeling of Home, that was from 2019 also. I really loved that movie. I wish that they would be in more Hallmark movies together. Or period. Because that has Nathan Parsons. I think it's Nathan Parsons and Jonna Walsh. I really like them. (laughs) And Christmas Joy. That one was cute. That goes back to 2018. I'm not going to keep going because she is in a ton of anime stuff. 
All mm. right. Now that we're yeah. off that tangent. <laughs> Christmas, I gave it a three. It didn't have magic. I, there was a lot of family, but I didn't actually have family feels. And we were in San Francisco, which I like, but is not snowy and Christmassy there. Yep, I agree. Three. There was a and lot of Christmas. I did think the the Christmas party was cool. Though. Yeah, me too. Nonsense. Nonsense for me. I thought you were going to give that a love because when we were chatting about it at the beginning of the movie, you were like, oh, I really like it because it's different. That's what I'm saying. Like the beginning of the movie got me and then we got to the middle and it just... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. A fabled holiday starring Brooke Dorsey and Ryan Pavey. And this follows some childhood friends who haven't seen each other in almost 30 years. And they run into each other and then end up at this inn for Christmas that ends up being one of a storybook that they loved when they were kids. Mm-hmm. This one was interesting. <laughs> what did you think about set? <laughs> I gave it a four. I did too. Okay. Well, there you go. Because I thought it was a really cute house that they were in. A little cute magical town. And I really did enjoy the girl. I mean, I don't know if this really falls into set or not. I think it does. The last night, the wonder, what it was mm-hmm. it? The night of wonder or whatever they called it. There was a girl playing a violin and dancing by the gazebo. I thought that was a really cool thing for a fabled holiday. Are, are you really just going to call her a girl with a violin? You don't. You didn't recognize her, did you? No. Who is it? It's Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Massively popular <laughs> violinist who does that kind of stuff all the time. I was like, oh my gosh, I got Lindsay Sterling. Okay, that's. Okay, I didn't Kim. know who it was. <laughs> that's why I didn't. That's why I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> That's okay. But, Just a girl with a violin. <laughs> well, she was dancing too. I said that. <laughs> I know. I know. It was fun, but it felt very fable to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very storybook like. Okay. Style. I gave it a four because I really, 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 really love Brooke Dorsey and her hair and all the ribbons and bows. They give her ribbons and bows every time for her movies. And I wonder if it's just like her style in real life. And so they use it. But they don't do it with anyone else. And I wish they would because it adds so much. Well, I do agree. Okay. There were points where I really liked it. I thought she looked really cute. I do the bow thing sometimes. Not really now because my hair is so short. But when it was longer, I would do the bow thing. I thought it was really pretty. I did find it interesting when I first saw like the preview of it, though. Because specifically the one, I think, where she's working in her bookshop and she has her hair side clipped up and it's got the little mm-hmm. bow in it. I was like, are they doing this because she's a children's writer? I was wondering if the aesthetic was meant to tie you into her career, you know? It was still cute, but it did feel kind of like, huh, like it's so not Hallmark normal, right? Like kind of like you were saying, she's the only one who they ha- have this for. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it just was kind of like, Hmm. I did like it, though. It just was different. So it caught me off guard a little bit. (laughs) I wonder if Brooke's hair is so thick that she needs all that stuff. Because, you know, if you think about it, everyone else's hair, I don't want to say is thin, but her hair is thick and long. (laughs) Yeah, she has a lot of hair. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if that's part of it, just to have something to tame it that's manageable for her. Well, and I think this goes back to the conversation when we were having like a country Christmas harmony conversation about Mm -hmm. 
Brooke Elliott. Yeah. And how she seems to wear the same type of clothes in a lot of the movies. And it's like, to me, they're not that great of choices. I, I would not pick them for her if I was the stylist. And so then mm-hmm. I also wonder how much of it is... How much of it do they get to kind of pick their own clothes also a little bit? Like, they obviously have a stylist who styles them. But, like, as people who are in these movies and established, do they get to, like, bring their own kind of style? And I've thought this about Lacey also. A lot of the clothes that she wears across her movies look to me to be, like, Lacey clothes. You know? They're very consistent. And I know for sure she's worn, was it her wedding dress in one? She's worn some of her own clothes in the movies. So maybe as you make it up the Hallmark hierarchy, you're allowed to put your own self into the character some. Okay, so storyline. I think, I I didn't write anything down, but I think that this is where I have probably the most comments. I gave it a three for storyline. It was, this was a strange movie to me. I don't think it was a bad movie. It was just not what I was expecting it to be. I think it's funny that you think it's strange. I thought it was really cute and a different way of telling. And it reminded me of Ella Enchanted. Have you seen that movie with Anne Hathaway? But it's kind of like that where they tell the story as if there's a narrator reading the book and you turn the pages and we have the scenes. So I thought it was really cute. That was not the weird part to me, though. Okay. Well, let me finish the okay. one thing with that though i was gonna say that i appreciated it was like a legit breakdown of how to build a novella or a book because each chapter like they were like chapter one chapter two and you could be like oh this is their individual lives and their problem chapter two oh we have our meet cute like if you wanted to write a hallmark story this is a great movie to watch to see how they <laughs> broke down each beat so there's that for you Now share your strange thing. Okay. I just thought it was really strange the way that they ended up. It was like they were hiding the fact that they're this town that's from the book. And it it didn't feel magical in like a super magical way, like a happy-go-lucky Christmas magic kind of a thing. It felt kind of like, I'm not going to say sinister, but there's no other word that (laughs) I can say. But it kind of seemed a little darker, like they're you're ending up here and it's like we can't talk about it and we're gonna pretend like we're you didn't just end up here and and then the the old lady was mean and it it was just kind of weird to me the way that they did that especially with him like if if her car had been the one breaking down i would have been like this is a house of a thousand corpses in a hallmark movie. oh my gosh carrie oh my gosh i thought it was perfect no no but i know you've spoken about it before no. It's horrible. Don't watch it. I'm not. I'm not. I don't watch those kind of movies. I don't either. But I didn't think it was that weird. Like the magical people never want the secret of their magic to get out. And it made sense to me that they couldn't know that they were in a magical town because that would defeat the purpose of them overcoming their conflict. And it made sense that there was a, I mean, she wasn't evil, but a witch there to cast out and put problems on their journey like that all made sense to me it was very like once upon a time the show I mean I can totally understand that I I just I don't know I just was not there was something just weird about it to me I don't know it's okay what did you give it for storyline because I don't know if I gave it a four okay yeah I I would watch it again and I might feel differently watching it again you know what I'm saying because 
Mm -hmm. you know what's going to happen in that sort of a thing. But it's always better on the rewatch because it's like it has the nostalgia thing for you. Like, oh, Christmas kind of thing. That's true. But I really related to Brooke's character. I mean, obviously, she's a writer, but that wasn't really the part that I stuck with. (laughs) It was the comment that she made of like she's always been this quirky, outlandish girl that's been like too much or too weird for people. And I'm like, it's so cute that Ryan is like, no, it's part of your charm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, where's my Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) And then at the end, when she was like having her big epiphany and she said that she can only imagine the worst case scenario when the subject is herself. But everyone else, she can see like the best case scenario, like, oh, yeah, of course you can do this. And of course you could do that. But like when it comes to yourself, it's like, no. This isn't going to work out. I'm like, man, that's totally me too. That is totally <laughs> so maybe That's you. why I liked it more. Yeah. I'm very encouraging to the people around me. But when it comes to myself, I'm like, no, I don't got it. Things are always easier to tackle when they're not your issue to tackle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's totally relatable, I think, for most people. But I do think you, you definitely are kind of like worst case scenario thinker like building things up in your mind, I think more than I Mm -hmm. am, even though I do that also, I think between us, you probably do it more than I do. For sure. Y'all aren't on some of the text messages or Marco Polos we've had. (laughs) (laughs) Especially after I send off my work to a beta reader. (laughs) And (laughs) Stephanie's like, oh, what if they're going to come back and it's going to be horrible? I don't even want to open the thing. I don't want to know. Yep. And I'm like, it's going to be great. And then she's going to get, and then you get somebody who's like, oh, this was fantastic. And you're like, you're not like, okay, let me take this with me on to the next one. On the next one, you go right back to where you were. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's going to take a turn. <laughs> When's the turn? <laughs> uh, trying okay. to work on that. Well, uh, this and then movie can motivate you. Yeah, maybe. My last comment on the storyline, which really is just a random comment because, you know, I always have to mention Grey's Anatomy. But the fact that Ryan was a a surgeon and he had just become an attending and he lost his first patient as like the guy in charge was very Grey's Anatomy like because I remember the season when Meredith and all of them went from interns to or from residents to attendings and they're like so nervous about losing somebody because it's like on them, you know, I was like, Oh, this is so very real. Well, real to Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) but I'm sure in real life too, people feel that. (laughs) Yeah. I I liked that he was a surgeon. I, I mean, other than the only two movies that I can think of recently was heart of the matter. And she wasn't a surgeon. She was just a doctor. And mm-hmm. then next stop Christmas, she was a surgeon, I think. But you, it's not like a super common profession. Yeah. Although, you know what I just thought of? That Harvest Love movie with Jen Lilly and him. Oh, that's Jen true. Jen was a surgeon. And Christmas Under Wraps, she was a surgeon also. Look at us. We're just naming them off. <laughs> that's only because there's not that many of them. <laughs> yeah. We can just list them. Because those two are like old movies, you know? So. Yep old only a few years but in like hallmark years it's like well i mean 10 years ago under wraps is almost a decade old now that's pretty old that's true all right stars what'd you give them i gave it a five i figured i love ryan and i love brooke (laughs) i gave it a four i think they were really good i think they did good with what they had what they had (laughs) i think christmas i gave it a four for the magic and they even said kismet they, I have heard kismet so many times. 
I feel like this it's like season. a theme this year. Yeah. Yeah. I also gave it a four. I felt like the gingerbread in was very Christmassy. Really liked the the week activity kind of things that they kept doing throughout the week. So mm-hmm. that was fun. And it was very yeah. magical, even if in a creepy kind of way in the beginning. Creepy for you. I'm the only one that matters in my mind. <laughs> it's Carrie's world. We're all just living in it. <laughs> yep. And then I marked it as a love. See, and this is where I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna call I'm gonna it. call it a love, but it's middling. I figured as much. This makes me concerned for this next movie with you. Oh my goodness. All right. The last one we're covering is Undercover Holiday with okay, Noemi Gonzalez and Steven Hazar. Where she's the pop star and he's the bodyguard who has to protect her and pretend pretend to be her boyfriend. boyfriend. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Setting. I gave it a four. I'm not really sure why. I guess I liked her mansion and then I liked her family's house. I gave it a two. Why did you give it a two? (laughs) I don't know. When I was thinking back on this movie writing these scores I was like nothing stands out to me I guess her mansion was nice that she was renting but nothing stood out to me nothing seemed like I don't know so I gave it a two. Oh man okay style what did you give it a two. <laughs> oh my lanta I gave it a five because I thought hers was very cute and I really liked her red sparkly dress for her performance and you didn't mark it down at all for Stephen Hazar and the stupid wise men outfit? Nope, because it was a costume. How could I mark it down for that? put back on t- a second time. Yeah, because it was very important for the family as part of his big grand gesture. No, it was bad. And the photos of them together, he's wearing that stupid thing. And it was very hard to pick photos. And it, it was bad. I didn't like it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You didn't mark Paul Campbell down for his wise man costume. He wasn't wearing the wise man costume the whole like the whole movie. He wasn't wearing Neither it the was whole Steven. movie. <laughs> he did put it back on though at the end. I thought we were past it. I was like, oh, okay, I see why he's wearing it. And then he put it back on, and I was like, this is stupid. Oh, great. Okay, well, what did you give it storyline? I gave it a three. I don't have a lot to say about this movie. I had higher I think I had higher hopes for it than I didn't get them together as a couple until the very end. I don't know. I just didn't love it. <laughs> well, if you're finished, I will take over from now on to gush about this movie. <laughs> oh, so you love this movie. Okay, good. Go I gave it, it a five. Yes, <gasps> it was my pick. Yeah, it was my pick. And so I had high expectations for it because I had high hopes on this bodyguard turned fake boyfriend whole situation. And it was fulfilled for me. And you know what? I even watched this during the day, and sometimes I wonder if the movies I watch at night, when it's just like my Christmas tree lights and, you know, the atmosphere influences me, but I feel like, you know, it's a good movie when I can watch it during the day, my Christmas lights are still on, but, you know, there's also more sunlight, and I still loved it during the day. So, things I loved that Carrie, for some reason, did not... (laughs) I mean, this even made me like the version of Feliz Navidad that they had playing when they were dancing in the kitchen. And Feliz Navidad is like one of my least favorite songs. So, okay, I did that. like him dancing in the kitchen. That was cute. I will give you that. Good. There's a point. He also said, and I quote, that's my girl. I just love when guys say that line. And 
after he made her she made him proud for doing something and i was like oh my gosh he's like he called her his girl oh my gosh and he was all i'm not gonna cross any lines with you and then he crossed all the lines and she was asking him to tell her how he felt and he was just staring at her she's like why aren't you saying anything and then he kisses her and i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh see all of their kisses still at the point like i liked that the scene in theory but i was not committed to them in a as a relationship at that point don't know like i didn't it didn't make sense to me don't know why it made total sense to me well we're in carrie's world remember no, right now we're in Stephanie's <laughs> world. And there was fire in their kisses. Their main one at the end was like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just love them. I did not feel Love them. Oh my gosh, Carrie. You're killing me. There's only, there's only one thing I would add to improve this movie, even though I loved it so much. One thing. So the reason she needs a bodyguard is because she keeps getting these notes and flowers from a secret admirer, and they come off as creepy stalker-ish. I was hoping, because there was a conversation with grandma about, you know, you can tell when a guy loves you when he looks like he would jump in front of a moving train for you or something. I was really hoping we would have a rescue scene, all of the bodyguard with Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner, where Steven would rescue our leading lady. Unfortunately, this turned out into a regular Hallmark movie. There was no danger and there was no rescue scene. That's because they used up all their rescue scenes in the Royal Danny. You know, you're right. (laughs) But I was like, because I started thinking about it. I was like, I feel like we could have fit this into this Hallmark movie because wasn't it in a Godwink 3 where a person literally got run over by a car? I mean, we didn't see it, but we saw the person in the car and we saw it start to roll. Wasn't that a Godwink Christmas tree? I can't remember that movie. It happened in a Hallmark movie and I was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, they rode that person over with a car. So I feel like we could have had a Steven jumping on, what was her name? Jalen. That, that's her name. On Jalen and then falling into the snow after he saved her or something. Instead, well, they almost had that lame explanation. The, maybe that was supposed to be the scene at the bar where it was just a glass breaking. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, I liked that scene, but I I wanted a little bit more danger. But still, it's a five for me. And I really, really, really love this movie. I was just smiling the entire time. So it hit all of my tropes. Apparently, bodyguard romance is my thing. (laughs) See, and I like the pretending to be boyfriend usually. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I think you need to rewatch it because... There was good stuff. And aside from all that, we had some great cultural traditions between the Rodriguez family. I always love seeing the luminarios and everything. Okay. I, well, I do like stars. Those. Stars, I gave it a five. I gave it a three. Christmas, I gave it a four. Christmas, I gave it a three. I gave it a love. I think I'm giving it a nonsense. I wrote a question mark. Carrie, You have Carrie, not convinced Carrie. me over to the love, so I feel like it needs to be a nonsense. <laughs> This is very disappointing. Although I had a feeling you felt this way when you when I told you I was starting to watch it and you were just like, I watched it this morning. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm guessing Carrie didn't like it. <laughs> well, and you know, it definitely could be my the fact that I've been stuck in my house for two weeks. Yeah. We're gonna blame and not it on feeling that. well and whatnot. It definitely could be that. And I think also I enjoyed so many movies from Thanksgiving weekend, which is the big weekend, right? Mm-hmm. That I kind of felt like this weekend dropped off and it was not nearly as good. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we have to rank these 
Um, I'm guessing I could guess our rankings. Well, I'm guessing Undercover Holiday is your numero uno. Yes. And A Fabled Holiday is yours. Yes. And then mine would be A Fabled Holiday. I'll probably do Undercover Holiday. I do think it was not nearly as boring as a big fat family Christmas. So there you have it, folks. This week's ratings and reviews. And our next episode is our last preview of the season. Can you believe? I thought you were waiting for me to go like, boo. But I was like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is crazy, keep- though. It's it's come up so fast. We were talking about it before we started recording how like Christmas is on a Sunday this year. So there's no the weekend before Christmas there or the weekend of Christmas. There are no Christmas movies coming out. So it seems like it's so early to mm-hmm. be being done. Come find us on Love and Nonsense podcast um, on Instagram and Facebook on Instagram. We're going to be voting in our preview episode on what movie will be next. What what movies we will pre- review. You guys get to choose one. And then if you haven't already, subscribe so you get notified when we have episodes released. And on Apple Podcasts, which I found out on Spotify, you can also do ratings on Spotify now, as long as you huh. follow the podcast. So you can give ratings on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.